Mohamed Munawar is a consultant chest physician and interventional pulmonologist in Lancashire teaching hospitals. He is also the president-elect of the British Thoracic Society and of the European Association of Oncology and Interventional Pulmonology. His article on outpatient talk administration by indwelling pleural catheter for malignant diffusions discusses this procedure as a therapeutic option for patients with recurrent malignant effusion who choose a pleural catheter as a treatment for their condition. One of the main aspects described in this paper is the management of the disease in the outpatient clinic, since this procedure does not require hospitalization. The results are promising, and Dr. Munavar shared his experience with us in this interview. We discussed the safety profile of the procedure, the results, and the future of the management of this condition. This is a very common scenario in the medical practice, affecting more than 750,000 persons each year only in Europe and the United States. So, well, first of all, Dr. Munavar, thank you very much for your collaboration. Um, would like to talk today about your your article on outpatient talk administration by the indwelling pleural catheter in malignant effusions. So, maybe you can first of all give us a, a bit of a background about the the usual methods uh, to manage malignant pleural effusion and how this came to this project came to life. And what was the idea behind it? So, at the moment, with malignant pleural effusions, which have a trapped lung we do consider indwelling pleural catheters. When the lung is not trapped, then we have a number of options. Uh, traditionally, we would either do a thoracoscopy and then drain the fluid and then put in talc, which is talc pudrage. A second method would be, instead of thoracoscopy, putting in a chest drain, drain the fluid completely, and then put talc, which is talc slurry pleurodesis. The third method is first-line introduction or placement of an indwelling pleural catheter. The only reason for considering this study is that when indwelling pleural catheters go in, they can be there for several days, weeks, or longer. So the hypothesis was that if we were to put in talc through the indwelling pleural catheter, once the lung is expanded, maybe we could achieve pleurodesis earlier and thereby be in a position to remove the indwelling pleural catheter because the longer it is there, the it's a foreign body and there is, without a doubt, a small but significant risk of infections and other complications, blockage, etc. So that was the hypothesis. Then we needed to prove that putting in the talc is better than something else, so it was randomized between talc and saline injection, installation of saline. The next part is we wanted to be certain that we were treating only patients who did not have lung entrapment. Okay, so no trapped lung. So the methodology uh, as designed in the study was to put in the indwelling pleural catheter for malignant pleural effusions as first line, but drain over a period of 10 days on a regular basis, frequent basis, at least five times. And then, at that stage, assess with a chest X-ray and ultrasound, provided the lung was not entrapped, then we would randomize them 
to either the talc arm or saline arm, which is a control group. Yes, um, you mentioned um, about the rate of, of complications of infections mainly in, in the intraventricular catheter. There's also maybe some of of main aspect of I think of, of the of the article is you're doing this in outpatients. Yeah. Usually, um, the the, the indwelling catheter is used in outpatients, but the talc administration usually takes several days of uh, hospitalization. So maybe some of the adverse effects of hospitalization itself might be might be avoided. Do you think? Absolutely. That was uh, definitely, I'm glad you've raised the point because um, all of the management of the indwelling pleural catheter um, is beneficial to the patients mainly because of its day case outpatient use. Mm -hmm. The patient barely visits the outpatient department or an endoscopy mm -hmm. unit or similar uh, setting and has the procedure done and back home within two hours roughly. Even the talc placement or talc insertion here was completed uh, as an outpatient. So even even from from an economic point of view would be even without better, right? Without a doubt, yes. Um, so as we were talking before, the the main results are pretty clear: the better quality of life, um, yeah. better symptoms, and better uh, scores. Yeah. Uh, also, um, the successful periodicies. You could only measure this until the day 70, right? That was, I think, one of the secondary outcomes. Correct. The, the, the Correct. primary was 35 days. 35 days, yeah. To your experience, personal experience, besides what is published here, uh, did you get to see patients that maintain these good results um, more than 70 days? Maybe whether you can uh, take the, 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 the catheter? That's correct. We have seen beyond uh, this IPC plus study that when we continue longer period, the effect actually the results improve as we go along with in this group of patients where we put in the talc. Uh, so much so that we have completely changed our practice and approach to these patients and routinely now consider instilling talc as soon as the lung has re-expanded. So whether it's uh, early or later, depending upon the patient and the response. Um, so when you say you have changed the part of the algorithm of this patient's management, is it only in your center? Do you think this could be uh, maybe extended to, uh, to, to general practice? Yes, in the UK, as a general rule, majority of the centers that I know of have actually uh, changed their practice and put in this as one of the primary approaches in those patients who would like to be treated as an outpatient. Mm. Yes, there are some patients who prefer to come into hospital, prefer not to have any catheter. That's a different group of patients. Yeah. As long as they are want to be treated as an outpatient, as long as they are happy to have an indwelling pleural catheter, this would be a standard approach now on the back of this trial. So in that, from that point of view, this has been a, a game changer. Yeah. Um, one of the issues is when you assess these patients, the lung, as you mentioned, the lung entrapment, right? Um, are there any group of patients that you might have seen or might have managed where you can solve the entrapment? Maybe uh, if, if it's an, uh, something you can solve by bronchoscopy and 
then apply the catheter and the talc to the catheter? Are there any cases of that? Because I think they weren't described if, or included at least in, in the article. In your personal experience? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is theoret it's a theoretical possibility, yeah, yeah. but uh, it's not very common. In fact, no. I would say it's extraordinary for mm -hmm. that to, to be achieved. Uh, majority of the time when the lung is entrapped after an indwelling pleural catheter and which has been there for several days, it's likely to end up being trapped. Yeah. Well, I think this is <laughs> this is it. So uh, thank you very much for your cooperation. I don't know if there's something else you'd like to add about this. Uh, no, that's um, yeah. Thank you. Thank okay. you. That's, uh, that's the main thank message. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time and your collaboration.